Welcome to Take It Off, where I undress fashion thrills and I address social ills. Let's get into it. School is back in session. If you're thinking about which shoes to buy, here are some new style tips to try. Cowboy boots, country hats. Please welcome Hannah Strumners for Fashion and a Chat. Hi, Hannah. How are you? Hi, I'm good. How are you? I am so good. You're the first country singer that we have had on here. Well, that's awesome. Well, that's an honor. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you for being here. Let me tell you about country music. The first time I heard Carrie Underwood saying she was going to key her man's car, I was so young, but I felt her anger in the deepest part of my crevice. So much so, I was like, let me go find her husband's bike and tear it up. Which country music touched no, not country music. Which country musician touched your soul so much? You were like, you know what? I need to become one. Uh, so I got into country music after being diagnosed uh, with a mitochondrial disorder. So it's what? a little different than a breakup. <laughs> um, but I uh, was in the hospital and I was bullied pretty often and I was upset about this, so mm -hmm. I wanted to channel my energy kind of like Carrie Underwood channeled her energy. So I put it into writing songs when I got home about my experiences at school. And I would write just songs about my day when I got bullied and how I felt. Mm -hmm. And it really just helped me get through it a lot. And not to sound ignorant, I don't know too much about this disease. So do you have it currently or is it old? Is it lifelong? It's a lifelong thing. Um, it's something I deal with every day. So when I was in school, I was then suddenly became homeschooled after we tried me going to school. It didn't work out. So hmm. uh, that I just was homeschooled most of my school time. So and what are the symptoms? Um, so it could be being tired, uh, a lot of neuropathy, pain, and just, you know, having some ups and downs in my day. So sometimes I'll just suddenly get tired and I could be doing something really energetic and feeling good. And then all of a sudden I just get really tired. Oh, and how do people get it? Uh, so, you know, usually you're born with this. Uh, but it's usually diagnosed when you're in the fourth grade, which was when I was diagnosed with it. So uh, my brother also has this as well. So they are thinking that uh, it's genetic and I got it uh, from it running in the family. Oh, my goodness. And speaking of the family, is your family into country music as well? Um, so my dad loves country music. He's pretty obsessed with it. He likes, he also likes bluegrass as well. Mm. So, but my mom, she doesn't like it as much, but she says that she makes, she likes my country music, but not like real, real country from like the 80s or 90s. So. Oh, I see. She's not into, uh, who is that famous guy? Like Willie Nelson? Uh, no, she's not. Okay. <laughs> and yeah. 
I know when you were talking about your dad was also into country music. When I think of country music fashion, you guys have it pretty good. Like, you know, you guys, you can wear a t-shirt and jeans and go on stage. And if you're a man, you don't even need a t-shirt. You can wear a white beater and a guitar and you can blow the audience out of this park with that. What's kind of like your stage wardrobe style? Um, so I would wear usually like a dress, like that's like my style, but, uh, jeans as well are really cool, but usually I don't like jeans on a normal basis because I I don't know. I like dresses more. I really do. I feel like they feel more comfortable as well. And what kind of, what kind of dresses? Kind of like usually like a tank top dress or uh with like i love yellow i'm obsessed with that color yellows uh i also love wearing um skirts as well like maybe like a brown uh, skirt with a yellow shirt or if i do wear jeans i might wear like you said just like a regular t-shirt because that just kind of pulls it all together so it makes it look makes it look pretty good with boots you have to wear boots yes cowboy boots are in style before they were when I think of cowboy boots I think they were just like okay you're either from Texas or you're from the south or the midwest but now you're seeing it in mainstream fashion like yes it's very true I was like oh my goodness I mean and I know that you know the rural areas like we have to give them credit because it's their thing but yes I was looking at um, cowboy boots myself. Oh my God, these things are so expensive. I was like, I have to either sell some eggs, sell a kidney. I was like, I didn't know. Because I see them everywhere in certain, if you go to certain parts of America, they're so normalized. So I was like, wow, we must be making good money out there. How many do you have? I have about five pairs of them. Uh, So I'm not like a whole bunch because, but I usually, whenever I do get like certain types of cowboy boots, or I also have like certain high heels that are kind of more uh, in the fashion of country, I'll thrift them because they're a lot cheaper and there's some good thrift Mm, stores. Let them know. Because this is going to air on Tuesday, which if you're listening to this, it's Tuesday, but tomorrow is National Thrift Day. So, oh, yes, and that's I, cool. I am a thriftaholic with you. Yes. Who is your kind of country fashion icon? I'd say I like Taylor Swift's like country style that she I has. I knew you were going to say that. <laughs> I love it. It's so cute. It's awesome. I love like the style, like the dresses with the boots mm-hmm. that she had. It's just it's so cute. It just puts it all together and it's so unique as well. I love it. It is cute. It's very tailored. Now, if you see it on someone else, you can tell, oh, this is kind of her earlier days. I Exactly. I love um, Dolly Parton. Oh, I I know. I totally know who you're talking about. She's, she's great. I love her hair as well. Oh, my goodness. Her hair. We love Queen Dolly. Her hair, her like huge boobs her like tiny waist i mean just her whole image is so fun she's so carefree she she's definitely she's i love i also love just kind of like her outfits as well and who she is she's just a very fun person and 
you know, generally speaking, country artists, they don't like, she's really fun. She is, but when it comes to social issues, she's said it publicly that she's like, I'm not going to say anything that's going to affect my coins. So she's kind uh -huh. of hush hush. You're younger, so you're with the new generation of country singers. Are you guys more open to about speaking, open about speaking about social issues? Uh, so usually for me, whenever it comes to issues, I try to always keep music and make my music almost like channel my emotions into my songs, which is what, you know, some musicians will do. Um, so usually that's how I'll, whenever there is any sort of issue, I will write a song about it because it just kind of helps me get through it. Um, and I think that's, I think I was, because I was inspired by a lot of also old musicians so which is kind of weird because I was inspired by some rock artists as well really like Billy Joel yes mm. definitely I, I was oh, just really rock? yeah he has a rock vibe to him he, ha he you know he he kind of goes across all the genres yeah he does he's great I I love I love his music, especially the song Piano Man. Yeah. That inspired me to get deep into, like, the certain types of stories. So, uh, which is why I wrote some country songs, like one of them about my issue at school that I dealt with mm. to kind of help me get through it. So that's like, I guess, like bullying, you touch on that. Whenever things oh, come, yeah. come up, like... Um, just the most recent social issue was like the whole abortion thing. I know in country music, that's kind of a slippery slope because you don't uh -huh. you don't want to lose that demographic. But then do you ever feel the need to like tweet your opinions or actually say your opinions out louder? Or are you, are you too scared for that? Um, For me, I feel like I try to keep it very... Uh, like what I originally went in the music, I try to keep it very where people can go and almost escape different things because I feel like there's so much stuff that does go on in the world. And uh, I feel like music has helped me with escaping certain things that do occur. And it's it's kind of my way to help people. Kind of like with COVID, uh, I did live streams and I tried to help people escape that. So I would play songs to almost kind of, that weren't really to do with issues that were talked about on the news. So I can really kind of almost distract, not distract, but like mm. change the, you know, Thing that was going on so it can be easier for people you know what I mean so uh -huh. so do you have to be and you keep it honest with us do you have to be a Republican to be a country singer I feel like any person's belief like whatever you believe in you can be a country singer with whatever it's really comes down to what you know music and why you why you're doing it so you can like a certain sound and believe in anything that you want to and you just you could you know be a country artist so yes i do believe you can believe in anything and be a country artist are there um because people say that but there's some genres where like if you're a rapper and you're like oh i'm gonna be a republican 
you might still you might still get some listeners, but you probably the whole genre as itself probably won't be as accepting of you. So I was wondering if it's the same way for country. Like, are there any black country artists? You know what? There are. There uh, there are? Yeah. Okay, wait. I have it on my phone. I got to get this. I've been listening to this country artist. Oh, okay. It's Bree Land. Bree Land. And there's a song called Cross Country. It's really good. It is amazing. I listen to this song every day it's really good um but uh so yeah i totally i totally believe that you can believe in anything and uh but yeah he's a country artist okay because i have to check them out because i was looking at like are there black country artists like and are there certain expectations i know I keep, I keep referencing rap but when i think of country i think the most opposite genre is rap so that's what, uh-huh. like, uh, it's the most contrast. But, like, say if you're white and you're a rapper, the expectation is that you have to be really good. Like, you have to be, like, uh-huh. Eminem to to gain, like, people's respect. So I wonder uh-huh. if it's the same. Is is there any expectation for black people trying to go into country? I for me, I just listen to the song and I just do, like, if I like it, I'll just listen to it. And um, I just think about, like, the music and what really hits me when I hear music. So I don't think there's, in like, you could be any color and sing country. Like, I don't think that is limited to any sort of person, you know, because I feel like it's all really about what you love. And I feel like anyone can love any type of music so for me and my opinion that's what i believe in but even when you love something it can be so hard to reach certain things in the music industry like i know taylor swift for example she said that the thing that she regretted the most when she entered the industry was not reading her contract because she was like there's so much money in this industry and it really is a business so there's certain things that you can't do and you can't say because it's a business at the end of the day so that's why I was wondering like with the whole like black artists going into this business even though there are artists like you who are so accepting and open-minded would they receive that from the business itself Uh uh-huh so like you're saying with like the contract aspect yeah of um I think like I know for me, because I am an independent artist, I, oh, you I, know, are. Like, what Taylor, mm-hmm, I know what Taylor Swift went through with all that. So I didn't want to get too deep into, uh, I didn't want to deal with that whole thing because I know that so many artists have gotten, you know, these record deals and then all of a sudden they're, they're their music ripped gets off. sold to some, yeah, it's awful. It is, it's not good and um so I I said you know what I'm gonna try to do something different and I'm gonna try to do this a different way and you know learn from Taylor Swift's experience and what she went through and I'm gonna just you know sometimes you do have to work very hard because you don't have that record company like behind you Mm. and contacting different like people but it definitely is something you know you do and 
on the end, I believe it'll be, you know, worth it. So. And do you have a dream collaboration? Oh my gosh. Uh, let's see. Well, I, Taylor Swift, Carrie Underwood. <laughs> um, let's say definitely, I like I said, Billy Joel. I'm trying to think of if there's any other artists currently that I've been, ah, uh, goodness. Uh, Kelsey Ballerini, she's really good. Mm. I don't know if you've heard her music, but yeah, those are the dream collaborations. And then is there an ultimate dream that you have, like where you want to take this goal? Um, I just want to, you know, share my music and show people that, you know, you could do anything that you set your mind to. And, you know, I want to really sh uh, touch up like on the issue of bullying. That's like something that I dealt with a lot. And it's just a hard thing to see people go through that, you know, and that it's still going on. So I want to really help with that, you know, issue that happens uh, and write music about that and also just write music about uh, just my life and what happens and uh, breakups I've gone through. You oh, know? something juicy. Are we going to hear any upcoming love songs or breakup songs? Uh, so I in the album I just came out, I do have a few breakup songs and love songs, uh, like just about uh, a specific person that I was in love with. And what's his name? What's his name? Oh, <laughs> uh, well, I I just I mean, I'm thinking of a, uh, somebody I could just randomly name. Him. OK, um, yeah, we won't say his name. He's not even that important, but give we'll give him a, a nickname. Okay, let's call him, let's call him Randy. Let's just put that name on him. Randy, because he was so random <laughs> yeah. and so irrelevant. So we're going to call you Randy. Yes. So, you... so he broke your heart. What did he do? Um, You know, he just didn't want to keep, you know, the relationship. And he didn't want to keep, obviously, talking to me. And oh. there would always be an excuse not to... Oh. Or, you know, hang out or any of that. So it was, it was not very good. So I thought, you know what? And like one day I would, you know, be like this guy's world. And then the next day it was like, I was not. So I just said, you know what? I'm moving on. I'm going to write a song about it and mm -hmm. just keep moving forward. Deuces to Randy. Did he ever hear the song? Did you ever play it for him? I didn't play it for him, but I do suspect because I think all of us will, you know, stalk our exes online. <laughs> um, I'm sure, I'm sure that he, I'm sure he's heard it. I don't know, but um, I kind of moved forward. That's what I've been trying to do. And writing the songs have definitely helped me with that. Like that is one of the reasons why I write music because it's so therapeutic. And we know that, well, we don't care if Randy heard it or not, but when you play those songs for, like, your dad or, like, a male figure in your family, are they just like, oh, my God, Hannah, please? Well, how do they react? Uh, 
I'd say my brother is that way. Like he, he definitely, I'll try to tell him about certain things. It's like certain issues or like breakups or this, and he'll kind of get tired of it after a while. That's definitely, he'll be like, okay, like, I don't want to hear this anymore. Let's talk about something else. So, um, Is he older or younger? He is two years older than me. Mm, so understandable. He, he's, so maybe in his heart he feels like like how could this person have broken her heart but maybe like he almost pretends to be a little annoyed i don't know <laughs> <laughs> but he said you know it's all love on the inside yeah definitely especially with siblings secretly you know you do care you just might not act like you do you know and are you guys from a small town where are you where do you guys reside we're in Idaho, so yes, we're in a small town of Eagle, and it's it's definitely a very, it's, it's small, but it is growing, um, but I definitely want to move more up in Idaho, because it's definitely, it's definitely really nice. More like Boise, Idaho. or is that too, too city? Um, that's way too city. Yeah. <laughs> way too city. I, I can't. I, if I if I'm living in the city, because I, I used to live in California, but I moved. Really? Because yeah, and I you know love the weather because it's so it like snows in the winter. Where in Cali? I lived in Burbank, California. Oh, that's huge. Yeah, that's it was a really city. Huge. That's a city. Yeah, it was. It, it totally. We had like Nickelodeon and then Warner Brothers and yes. all that stuff. So and I then you guys moved to Idaho? Idaho, yeah, we moved here. I, I love it because it's the weather is like the main thing that I love because it got too hot. Okay, so you guys moved to Idaho and then you, you want to, but if you're living in like a rural area and your career kicks off, are you then going to compromise and be like, okay, I'll, you know what, I'll go to a city? I think, I, yeah, I think I'd like to go back and forth, you know? Like, keep your I, keep your home base where you yeah. are, but then get maybe, yeah. like, okay, I see, maybe get oh, a yeah. second place. Definitely, 100%, yeah, because I, like, I love, like, I... so if I'm in the country, I'll write country music, but if I'm in, let's say, some city... I might write some country rock, you know, because mm. it kind of depends on where I'm at at that point is where, I'll, you know, what I'll write about. And um, I know this is so stereotypical, but are you, is the dream city Nashville? You know, I've, I've thought about it. My, you know, it's funny because my dad will always say, when are we going to Nashville? Um, but... <laughs> I, I feel like I would love to, to go to Nashville, but I wouldn't want to live in Nashville. I'd still want to stay where I'm at. I see. So maybe just tour. Have you ever, you have? I mean, I'm sure you've considered touring. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah, I definitely, I wanted to. Um, it's funny because one of the places we did think of moving to was Georgia. Uh, we were oh. just looking at the state as a the whole state and the one thing that scares me that was like the tornadoes how do you guys deal with like the storm wait i heard the midwest has the craziest tornadoes so we don't get tornadoes am um, i thinking of like kind of oklahoma and kansas yes. okay what yeah. what kind of weather issues do you guys deal with 
we get like snowstorms and we also get uh, earthquakes. We get those. Okay, see, see, I don't know if I can do that. I'm not that I, brave. We had an earthquake about a year ago. And we first thought that like we wouldn't really have to deal with that because we were in California and we moved. And my brother thought that Yellowstone blew up or something because, you know, oh. we just had this massive earthquake that we didn't even think would happen. And it was just kind of funny because we were looking outside for the ash and everything like that. Uh, but thank goodness, it's okay. Yellowstone did not blow up. God bless us all. I, I've i never been to Yellowstone, but I hear it's phenomenal. Where you live in Idaho, are there black people? Um, yes, there's there's all sorts of people here in Idaho. How many? Um, no, you have to say that. How many are there? Like, is it like if you see a black person like, oh, this is rare. Or if you see an Asian person or a Hispanic person, oh, you don't see this often. Um, you know, what's interesting is the Chinese community here is pretty big um, because they were one of the first people who were originally here in Idaho. So the Chinese, the, the Chi yes, the Chinese, the Chinese community is pretty big here. Okay, listener, I got to go Google that. See, she's dropping knowledge on us. I had no idea. So, so yeah. So the school you went to before, I know you were homeschooled, but before that, what was, if you had to like majority white and then Chinese and then black or how was it like? Um, It was just because, uh, you know, it was just a lot of different people because I, I was in California when I went to. Oh, um, you didn't original. go to school in Idaho. No, I just did online school for the rest of my high school. And then I do online for uh, college because I am doing some college um, and I've been doing yes, it online because of my medical. So, uh, yeah, I, I definitely I love I love learning, though. I'm definitely somebody who loves to learn. What are you studying in school? Um, I'm actually studying right now a lot of marketing and stuff because I want to help other artists. Like, is that your major? Too. Uh, that's what I'm doing. Yep. Okay. Major. Oh, so. you know, it's good because they say like the music industry, as fast as you go in, the f as f will be just as fast as you leave. It's so hard yes. to have sustainability. Yes, that very, that's very true. A very true thing. Um, so that's why it's always good to have that like plan right there. And I like seeing people like artists grow and be able to like share their music. And I feel like I really want to be able to help people do that good hannah and you have an album out yes what is it called tell us all the details it's called hannah strumner and it is like the debut so um i wrote the album throughout about 2021 and i just thought you know what uh because i was actually diagnosed also as a type 1 diabetic. I happened right before COVID and 2019. So it kind of hit me like, I only live once. I'm gonna, you know, like, just write this album and see what happens. I was releasing singles. And um, I started going live on Instagram. And I just decided to release it. And I'm really glad that 
I was able to get all that emotion and channel it like Carrie Underwood does. <laughs> into us. And I know the listener will be so happy to listen to that. Hannah Strumner, thank you so much. You've been such a rock star. Thank you for having me. It was so nice talking to you. That's what's out. That's what's in. See you next week on next week's trend. Follow me at Take It Off Show, and I'll see you next Tuesday at 5 p.m.